someone do something about it. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. And a musical performance by... Little things. I think we need to do the national anthem next time we're on. If we're going to sing, we need to do the national anthem for... Man, I tell you what, I Live? I can't quite hit that high Live. note. I, I'm I'm more of a a, a low tone. You, you know? do the bass, I'll do the tenor. Yeah, yeah. What was that song? Daddy sang bass, Mom sang tenor. I never heard oh, a Mama sing tenor in my life. Man, oh man. <laughs> anyway, that was that was uh, Johnny Cash. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, got started at Sun Records down in Memphis, Tennessee. What a great place. Hey, we're back. We've got the sheriff of Christian County, Mr. Brad Cole. And uh, we're live here on AM 560. We wanted to talk about uh, a topic that's been on top of mind for quite some time. You know, we just discussed marijuana and some of the the impacts in our community. But something that's impacting our community, I think, uh, probably uh, the layman may not notice it, may not see it as much. But I know law enforcement has been noticing some issues um and, and your your hands are kind of tied a little bit i think but you know our southern border has been just kind of standing wide open i kind of I, I i like things that are old you know so i listened to jerry clower he's a great comedian back in the day my grandfather oh! was a big fan yeah, yeah. He, and he talked about when he he left yazoo yazoo city mississippi right for liberty mississippi mm-hmm. but he went down to new orleans and it was the first time he, they went to this hotel and they had a flying jenny they wanted to ride the flying Jenny. That was a revolving door. You know, I'm going to ride the flying Jenny. I'm going to ride. Anybody that knows me knows that, that you know, I'm kind of a little bit crazy about old stuff. But anyway, um, that's really what we've got down there at that southern border. It's just a revolving door, and anybody's coming in, and there's, there's little to no support mechanism for our Border Patrol that's trying to, to do what their job is supposed to be. So we've got these immigrants coming in, and they're being pushed out of Texas. Texas doesn't want them, and they're they're moving them across the country to different areas. But they're navigating up in into our backyard now. And I'm all for you know we are a melting pot as a country. We we've, we've always had immigration. We've always had a process, but that process has just kind of been thrown out the window. And now anybody can just come in, and you know we talked about it last night at the Missouri Republican Assembly that. You know, the left is trying to give the right to vote to anybody that's in our country, whether or not they're they're a legalized citizens or not. And and what is the value of our citizenship if anybody can just come in here and, and start voting in our elections and dictating our future? So I want to ask the sheriff here, what have you noticed in our community from an illegal alien standpoint? What What are the issues that you're seeing? How are you being able to handle them? Are you truly handcuffed in the way in which you could administer law with regards to these illegal aliens? And, and what's the what's the plan of action? Well, let me give you a little background real quick. So for the last seven years, I've sat on the uh, Immigration and Border Security Committee for the National Sheriff's Association. I've been to the border. I work with those border sheriffs. Um, you know, I, I hear everything that goes on there. I've seen it for myself. Um, and let me put this into perspective for you. Um in May, there was 205,000 illegal encounters between the ports of entry on the southern border of the United States. And that's the only ones that, that 
our border uh, patrol officers and sheriff's deputies, um, law enforcement encountered. That doesn't count the ones that got across that we have no idea about. 205,000 in one month. Um, if you don't think that's going to affect what goes on in southwest Missouri, you, you've lost reality. Um, in a two-month time period, there was 10,000 pounds of fentanyl that was seized by CBP, and that's just CBP. That, that doesn't include any other um, law enforcement across the border. Um, 10,000 pounds in two months, that's enough fentanyl to kill every human being in the world. Um, we're seeing increases in, in drug overdoses. We're seeing uh, increases in crime related to um, illegal immigrants in our area. Um, when President Trump was in office, um, we had a contract with the federal government to house illegal immigrants um, at the Christian County Jail. Several sheriffs across the nation um, had that during that time period. Um, we no longer have that um, at Christian County, and I'm the only one that I know of on the western part of the uh, state of Missouri, and there's only one jail in that area. Um, there's there's nobody that, that's doing anything, basically, um, unless they commit a state crime and, and we can get them prosecuted under a state crime. You're not going to see a uh, immigration or customs agent take control of any illegal alien in this part of the, the world. Wow. So you pick them up on a non-state crime. They violated some kind of, say, city ordinance, city City of Ozark brings them over to book them. What 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 are you doing with them? Uh, book and release. Book and release. And so there there's really no follow up measure there because they're illegal. <clears throat> they they don't belong here. They're not going to come back and atone for their sins or their crime. So there's no accountability measure. There there's no accountability at all. In, in fact, a lot of these people that we see um, or encounter um, related to, to crime activity that that we're arresting are people that's been deported two or three different times already. And then they keep coming back. There's there's nothing that that the uh, administration's policy does to help law enforcement or or the communities across the nation um, fight immigration, illegal immigration. It's it's illegal by federal code. It is illegal, and and there's not a whole lot of anything that that's being done to enforce it. I would uh, I would encourage every citizen of, of this nation. To look at what's going on, and I'll use I'll use Sheriff Mark Daniels, the Cochise County Sheriff in Arizona. They have uh, bodies that they pick up out of the desert, basically every day, dead people in the desert. Um, humanitarian efforts down there are just unbelievable. Um, obviously, whether they're legal or illegal, um, we we try to save these people. They're human beings. Mm-hmm. They're put here by God. Um, they they may not be in the United States legally. But but the good Lord put them on this earth, and, and we're here to take care of them the best we can. But they can't be violating the laws of, of our nation and, and expect to stay here. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, <clears throat> I think if the roles were reversed and all of the uh, all of the freedom and all of the enterprise was in Mexico and we, and we were, you know, if we just flipped Mexico and the United States, I think there are a lot of us that would try to get across that border to seek out a uh, – a monetary source to send back to our family. To, that's just how we're wired. So I don't blame um, the every the everyday average illegal wanting to get to America. It's the promised land. It really is. So there's a good song, Cash, you can play, Promised Land. But it, this is the promised land. You know, this is where uh, anything can happen. Everybody has an opportunity to better themselves. 
but you have to follow a process, you know. And the ones that really are, are making their way over here repetitively aren't are, they're they're not here for any good. Fentanyl is a real deal. I mean, we we've had a young Ozark student pass away from a, uh, an accidental overdose that that had fentanyl fentanyl in it. We had a uh, uh, someone come into our courthouse a year or two ago um, and, and and caused an issue inside of our courthouse. They had fentanyl in their purse. The, these are real deal. Uh, scary situations that are happening, and it's, it's coming across our border. And our and our our chief elected official in our country, our president, is not doing his job of stopping it or giving the tools to the people that are there to make sure that we can get this stopped and, and somewhat corrected. Um, it, it, it's it's a scary thing, and it puts our it puts our law enforcement in harm's way all the way up here into Southwest Missouri and, and further north than that. And and I think that we've got to. You know, we've got to address that issue. Uh, you know, reach out and talk to your congressman and your senator and demand that they take action, you know, at the federal level that we, we keep our borders secure so that we can keep our law enforcement safe. We give them the tools they need to be able to do their job to keep our country safe. Yeah, and it, I know we're running close here on time, but I want to point, point something out real quick, too. Um, you know, the Mexican government does not run the Mexican side of the border. The, the Sinaloa cartel, they, they run that. Nothing comes across that border that doesn't go through them. They are in control of that. Um, they're, they're who we need to be fighting. The, the United States government and President Biden, I'll point this out too. When President Trump was in office, I was at the White House three times, um, invited by the president or his staff. Um, lots of sheriffs were. Not a single sheriff's been invited to the White House since since uh, Biden's been in office. He doesn't want to talk to us. He doesn't want to know what's going on. He, he could care less about what's going on on the ground in those communities along the southwest border. And that's a problem. And, you know, it, it, I, I've watched a couple of governors in, in different states have kind of stood up and said, you know, that might be the border to the, uh, the, the, the United States of America, but it's our state border and we're going to do something about it. You know, and I think Texas has, has tried to help and the federal government has tried to block those efforts. And, and something's got to change. Something's got to give. We we need to take back our country. We need to, you know, follow the process, come through uh, legally. There are people that have been sitting in line for seven, eight, nine years trying to get through the process in a legal fashion. And we're going to automatically give citizenship to illegals. That's a problem. It Definitely really is. is. Uh, if, if you want to be a citizen, do it the right way. Do it the right way. You know, uh, that there's rules to follow. Every, every bit of so all right well sheriff i appreciate your time this morning coming in and talking to us we may if you want to stick around maybe maybe we got a little bit of something else in the last segment we can talk about but that's totally up to you you are listening to wake up springfield here on the am6 oh, am560 pardon me there we go am560 on your radio dial kwto traffic from the kwto traffic center And we're looking pretty good on the streets of Springfield. We do have pretty heavy traffic volume just off of uh, 65 in Sunshine. I'm looking at Sunshine and Mayfair intersection right now. A lot of vehicles are going both uh, east and westbound on Sunshine. Uh, We had some congestion there earlier, but it looks like... I've not taken a single penny from any country. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO.
<laughs> now, who was that singing? That's Paramore. And Paramore. she told us um, all at her concert in Florida that if you are a Republican, that you're not welcome at her concert. So I play her every morning on a conservative talk radio station just for spite. You know, that's that's kind of limiting your audience. If you're a Republican, <laughs> don't listen to me. Yeah, well, in Florida, she says this. Oh, in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that's, she that's says, funny. if you're if you're um, a Republican voter, I don't want you here. And that, that's, so that's why, I, you know, yeah, it's just, it makes me feel good that yeah. she has to be played on right-wing <laughs> conspiracy radio every morning. Yeah, well, that's kind of, you know, you go back into like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was asked to <laughs> endorse a candidate, uh, a Democrat candidate. Um, in his home state of North Carolina, and he wouldn't do it. And I asked him why, and he says, "Because Republicans buy shoes too." Yep. So that's you, a good you answer. Be yeah. Careful, you got really do. You know, making a stand like that because it could really backfire. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're back this morning. It's the Christian County guys. I don't want to be the called Christian the, County Power Hour. The Christian County Power Hour. Here we've got Representative Jamie Gregg of the one fortieth. I'm Bradley Allen Jackson. I represent the eastern portion of Christian County in the County Commissioner's Office, and I've got our esteemed Sheriff, National Sheriff. Of the year 2018, uh, can you win that award more than once, or are you just kind of limited to once? Because there's a lot of sheriffs in the country. You can be good both two years in a row. Well, I think you can be good more than one year, but I yeah. think one year is, is it. I okay. Think so one you've is, used it up. One, one and done. One and one done. done. You're not back to back to back or anything like that. No. You know? Okay. Well, we have a call in, uh, and they wanted to talk to, I guess, all three of us. Uh, is this Tony from Fordland? It is. Uh, so my question is for all three of you, because you all have um, a say-so, and you had mentioned how Biden had not called for the sheriffs to come visit and talk with them up there and tell them what, tell them what they think about their unique situations in their own uh, areas. So here's my question, uh, especially for the sheriff there. So you deal with the immigration at a different level than the other two sitting at the table there. Uh, you probably run across illegal aliens on a regular basis, if not periodically. So my question really is, we all know that the immigration process takes three to seven years to process a legal application. And that's for someone from Guatemala that has no background history whatsoever, yet it still takes three to seven years for them to process to get in. I understand the frustration. If I were an immigrant trying to get in this country, I'm sitting on the border for three years with my wife and kids dodging cartels, and finally I just jump the fence and run. I understand that perfectly as a father and as a man. So my question is, is how come you guys haven't put the pressure at the legislative level? Are you there, Tony? Tony, did you drop off here? I think, so I think Tony dropped off the signal, but oh, I guess okay. he was asking maybe probably yeah. um, should legislatively it be easier for um, applicants, a, a quicker process for legal applicants to get in? Sure. Well, I, I'm going to refer yeah. to the sheriff. I'm, just, I'm just a former mayor and county commissioner, uh, so that doesn't really fall in my wheelhouse. But, Sheriff, what do you got? Well, first that? off, let me let me address one thing that Tony said. There, there's not any immigrant sitting at the border for three to seven years waiting to be processed. Those people are, are processed at the port of entry. If you show up at a port, you declare um, who you are. They, they process you within 24 hours. They're required by law to process you within 24 hours. And they basically give you a card with a phone number on it that you have to uh, check in every so often or show back up at, at a, an office designated um, by the government on a, on a regular basis. You're not sitting anywhere waiting. Whether you're, you've processed or, um, or you've, you've done the correct paperwork, you're in the United States. The door's open. The door's open. 
It's 24 hours. If they don't process you within 24 hours, they have to release you. And they release you into the United States. They don't release you back into Mexico. Um, there's a whole lot of things that go on there that, that nobody really even has a clue about what goes on. I think that perception is, is they're thinking the people that don't come through illegally or that come through legally, they, they stand over uh, by the river or by a wall. And that's probably where they're probably thinking these people are waiting, but you're right. They're, they don't wait. They, no, they don't wait. They come through the port the, of entry. If they, they really like want to do the right thing and be here legally, they'll go to the port of entry. They'll check in with CBP and, and at the border, right. uh, do all the paperwork, and within 24 hours, they're released into the United States. Um, most of them never to be seen or heard from again um, as far as doing what, what they say they're going to do. And unfortunately, it is that easy. It absolutely So is. it makes you wonder about those folks that are swimming across the river. They're coming through the, the breaches in the wall. Why didn't they do it if it's that easy? You, and that's probably the, the items we talked about earlier. We've got the fentanyl coming because across the border. Because they can't get through the security. Got, correct, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why. Well, um, there is the, there's talks right now that the um, policy that would DNA test families at the border to make sure that the children that are coming in and claiming mm. to be part of a family unit right. are actually part of a family unit. On but site. the problem is, is they're wanting to get rid of that, which is only going to increase uh, trafficking, trafficking. Yes. of minors right. tenfold because they they're putting together fake families essentially at the border to get more special privileges and better treatment but they're not they're kids who have been bought and sold and traded by the cartels so that people can get across the border it's just, it's disgusting and, and to mention going further in what i think tony was trying to ask why are we not putting pressure on uh, legislation uh of course when the missouri state there's a different level of legislation that we can do than we're talking on the federal government because the federal government really is the one that takes care of that southern border uh, more so than we are. We we can take care of the Missouri, but we can, like Tony was asking, we can put pressure. We can have those discussions. Uh, honestly, we have some pretty good legislators in our area. Uh, Fordland, depending on if he's in Christian County or where, uh, would be Eric Burleson uh, on our Congress, and of course we've got Josh Holly and uh, I mean, uh, Josh Holly and then uh, Eric Schmidt. Uh, on our Senate side, they are very uh, adamantly working on border security. Uh, and what we can do is we can make those phone calls. We can put that pressure not only on the legislation from the state side, but also as as citizens, uh, making sure that we make those voices heard as well. Well, and to address part of that legislation question, too, that Tony had, you know, the National Sheriff's Association is, is the one of the largest organizations in the United States related to law enforcement. Um, we're based right in there in Washington, D.C. We have people at the Capitol every day. This is something that we work on every day, mm -hmm. every day, all day. One of the biggest things that, that we work on um, in the association is the border. And one of the other problem is is, is uh, Secretary Mayorkas, we, we can't even get his ear. He, yeah. he, he don't even talk to us. He doesn't Amazing. want to know what's going on. Amazing. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. We're coming up on a final out here this morning. We got about ten seconds left. I just want to remember, this government is 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 we the people. Your voices have to be heard. Reach out and talk to your your mayors, your aldermen, your your state reps, your state senators, your all of your elected officials. They all work. We all work for you. Your voice must be heard. Hey, it's been my pleasure this morning. This is AM five sixty. The Wake Up Sprinkle Show with Brad Jackson and Jamie Gregg with our special guest here, Sheriff Brad Cole, wishing you a happy day. Some things are